Hey guys, welcome to episode 13 of the Jibs Podcast. Today we talk about fashion and style in Detroit with La Vie Detroit. Before we move on, I just want to say this episode is sponsored by the Detroit Symphony Orchestra's Next Gen Committee uh, for their upcoming Mysterium event on May 17th. If you want a event that will stimulate all of your senses, then I highly encourage you to go to this event. You can find tickets at dso.org. I'm going, I'm super excited, and I'll see you there. It's just about getting up and doing it and like, you know, finding the time, finding the people and making it happen. You take control and you say, okay, this needs to be done and you do it. And you're never ready to start a business. <laughs> just either you either do or you don't. Welcome to the Jibs Podcast, showcasing Detroit's movers and shakers, bringing you stories that reveal the gusto and grit that's long defined the city and its people. Together, we'll uncover the history and direction of the Motor City, one voice at a time. This is the Jibs Podcast with Jabron Ahmed. Welcome to episode 13 of the Jibs Podcast. I am here with the men of La Vie Detroit, or La Vie Detroit. Um, can all of you, going down the line, introduce yourselves? Yeah. Hey, I'm Sean Cora, 20 years old, student. Avery Damon, 20 years old. Mason, uh, 19 years old. And Joseph Damon, uh, undecided. Can you guys kind of uh, tell me about Lobby Detroit and how it started? Yeah, so Lobby uh, LVD is our collective. We are like a group of like journalists uh, that really focus specifically on fashion and art and culture in, in Detroit, especially like showing that off through the lens of the city. And so, um, yeah, we're all just a bunch of well-dressed guys who really know our stuff and want to spread our ideas out there, especially because we know that there's, like, an oversaturation of bloggers from, like, New York, L.A., whatever, right? But, you know, there are people, yeah, there are people in the city who are doing cool stuff, and there are people in the city who are stylish, and we wanted to give, like, our perspective on that. So that's, like, at a very base level what we're all about. Yeah. If you want to know, like, the timeline of kind of how it started, it's been a whirlwind. It's yeah. been a Because, like, we're also students as well. So it started off as, like, an idea... It was starting off as Avery and I, we were just spitballing ideas back and forth. Like, we could do something crazy. Like, what, like, what could we do that's actually going to be sweet? So we just kept going back and forth one day. It was like 3 a.m. And we were like, how about we just do like a fashion thing? That was Avery's idea, right? Then mm-hmm. I, I came up with the name. We kept, the name thing was the hardest. Because we were just like, I don't know, just call it like Detroit fashion or some bullshit. So we just like kept going back and forth. And then we decided on um, LVD. That happened pretty spontaneously. And then throughout the years... Or it's been what is it a year? It's been about a year. Oh yeah, throughout yeah. the year. Yeah. It's, it's been, been it's been it's like a year. Just a little bit over. Yeah. A little bit over a year. Yeah. It's just been like a lot of fluctuation. Like we kind of just it, like we go really hard for like, like a couple months and stuff, and that just comes with the school. But mm-hmm. that's kind of how we started. Yeah. And of course, like when we were trying to figure out like where we would go, like especially from a fashion standpoint. Like I I like recently become friends with Mason, who I know is like a fashion designer guy that I've always been like. Uh, like who I could always talk to about like clothes and stuff, and I was like, he was one of the first people on to hit up to like, hey, let's get in on this. And so it was originally us three, just starting out, and then since then we've grown. And then like uh, Joseph, who's our like one of our good friends and my cousin, he's he's added into the team too. We and now we have a student org at Wayne State where kids can contribute like to our own website. So it's it's really grown it's and grown it's, it's something more than we thought it was initially. Yeah, it's not even like exclusively about fashion anymore. It's just about like Detroit culture in general, like the food the people, um, just like every kind of avenue of creative and cultural thing we wanted to highlight about the city. So mm-hmm. if someone has like a cool restaurant or 
if someone like is an artist or a photographer or whatever, you musicians, know, you yeah. wanted to like highlight yeah, I don't want musicians. their input in the city and um, bring on lots of creative people to contribute different ideas and perspectives. That's sort of what we wanted to like take it forward. Yeah, it's happening. We have a lot of growing to do, but we, we're kind of paving the way, you know? Yeah. Uh, so how, I guess, how do you differentiate yourself from maybe other fashion bloggers like in the city or like you said, New York or LA or wherever? Um, what sets you apart? I think it's like our, 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 like our base. So I think at the core, we're not trying to just like gain like track. We're not trying to like get, I think, build too much. I'm not, I'm not saying like those guys are, but I'm saying at least from what I can see from like, uh, like our perspective, it's very just like, it's very open. We want people to just actually, because Avery said the oversaturation, when people actually enjoy like what fashion can bring, enjoy what bringing people together can bring. We want everyone to just enjoy the idea of uh, like being together in this space and like loving the cultures around them. And also like the full, like the full facet of the website, like in its full entirety of like what we've envisioned for it, it's like many different components. So like you kind of get flavors of different types of websites all in like one place. We have like a category called dress well, where it's like style tips based on how we would style things. We have like a hit the streets category, which is like a street style. So you get influence from other people. Then we have like a clothing and design part where we like we highlight brands and uh, and other like such uh, people that are doing things like in the area, so that way you kind of know about local uh, local brands and styles and all that. And then we have like the art and culture section where it's like any other miscellaneous thing we can talk about would be under there. So it's like we're different because we're so multifaceted. Plus, like a lot of like fashion bloggers and things focus more on fashion as a like complete entity, sort of like they want to highlight like, um, you know, what brands are doing and what, like, is hype, you know, what's in style. But we take that, but we also put more of, like, our own personal flavor into it. Like, each of us has, like, a different way of approaching fashion, and it's very individual to who we are, and so we wanted to highlight, like, a more personal view of what fashion is, rather than just, like, a big, like, hype beastie or luxury, you know, whatever. Yeah, we each have respect. Own, yeah, we each have like our own aesthetic, and so we're very authentic, and make sure that we're always showing that off too. Yeah, uh, I think it's really funny you bring up the hype beast thing because that's like really popular yeah. right now, um, and I think it's I think it is diluting um, what fashion means. Um, yeah, I guess like elaborate more on what you think. Well, what do you mean it's diluting? I think that like I don't know I. Like to me, supreme, right? Let's take supreme, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. To me, supreme is uh, really taking advantage of its brand, uh, and like really, I don't know. Like when a when a brand releases a brick and sells it for a th like yeah. so yeah. much yeah. money, I think that is yeah, really like a money shooter thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah. I I think to an extent. Our, like we look at like Kanye, right? Like Kanye came out with these clothes that had um, like rips in it or whatever and it became really popular. And I think that influenced a lot of like hype beast clothing that started doing that too. Mm -hmm. um, but now brands will just like do that just for the sake of doing it uh, because it's popular and not for the sake of, I guess like fashion. That yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're chasing the money, I think. I think yeah. They're all just chasing like the hype. They know they put like they slap the brand name on it. People are gonna buy it no matter what it is because like who can collect the most of this is like they're like I guess like the coolest guys they can post about it get like get the most get the most traction mm -hmm. and like I feel like that's where like the oversaturation comes in 
I think it's that sometimes brands that get like super high tasty, it's not the brand itself that will annoy me, it's like the people who sort of embody that brand and like their, their sort of attitude towards fashion is sort of a as sort of a flex and only like about showing off how much money you spend on something. That's what really gets me annoyed with that sort of thing. Yeah, I like as a like as an aspiring designer and stuff, like I understand sort of like why a brand might embrace like the cult like the uh, commercial aspects of their designs and just release stuff that they know will sell. But I think it does take like a lot of artistic integrity out of the work, you know? Like if you're just gonna release a shirt that just has the brand name on it, like you know, with Supreme Box logo or whatever, it it's not that's not like a interesting design, I guess. And I don't want to ever like knock someone for being into fashion. But like, cause we all have to start somewhere, you know, whether it's from like H and M or through like Supreme or whatever. Like we all start somewhere, but the idea is that everyone will grow out of that mold that they come into at first. So like, whether you might have been into like, you know, fast fashion, which is like unethical or whatever, or Supreme, which you know lacks some of the um, design like ideas, you know. I, ideally, someone would grow out of that and, and embrace more interesting and personal aesthetics, I guess. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you think that um, Detroit fashion, first of all, what is Detroit fashion? Is there a Detroit fashion and how is that different than other fashions? Well, for one, we don't have like as many luxury retailers in the city as a lot of other cities. Um, and fashion isn't like hugely emphasized by a lot of the people in the city, but those that are here usually have very personal styles because of, you know, the nature of the fashion in Detroit. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. lot, you know, like a lot of very personal styles. I, I agree. I think if you're like, if you're going to be fashionable in a city where there's not really like a fashion hub, it's usually like to your own discretion of what you want to do, which is why I respect the style of like stylish people I've met in Detroit because like, no one's person, like no one person's style is like the same, or you can't say that they're necessarily like cookie cutter. And I, and I like that a lot. I really yeah. Like if you go through all four of our Instagrams, we're all wearing different things on like every picture. Yeah, yeah it looks super different. Mm -hmm. Our aesthetics are completely off. And LBD, yeah, LBD is sort of like an embodiment of that aspect sometimes because especially it's like we each wear like something like super super different, but we all like are still combined by like just one general love of like clothing and nice clothing, and like no t no one taste is wrong. Uh, how important do you think fashion is um, in the everyday, like man or woman? Um, like, does that does in, does a sense of style manifest itself in other areas of your life? And what, yeah, what I think so. Yeah. Avery, okay, so like I've known Avery for a while, right? If you, I feel like what, five, five years, some, some, okay, like, <laughs> six, seven years. Yeah. yeah. So what's it called? So like he's always been the kind of guy. So he whenever he goes to school, whenever he goes to like a function, whenever he goes to like an event. Him same with Joe too. I'm sure Mason as well. But like I know Avery taught Avery taught me this one. It's like it's like when you look good, you feel good. It's like it's it's a really easy thing to hear, but it's like another thing to like actually like embody every single day. So I think that's another way fashion can play into your regular life. It's like how you how you dress is how you feel, and if you I think if you feel good, you dress good, and it works hand in hand. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, like, they just, you know, wear whatever, you know, they just look at their closet and they just throw away. Like a blue blazer and khakis. Yeah, and it's <laughs> just, like, it's, 
you know, I think uh, a love of fashion, if not like in actuality, in theory, like dressing a certain way, you know, it, it comes through as being like having extra care in every detail of your life, you know? So if, you know, a lot of people who dress well also like have nice apartments or have lots of other, like, they just put a lot of effort in and I think that really shows through and it helps you get recognized for that, you know, for having that extra attention to detail. But I don't think it's necessary for everyone to be into fashion. Yeah, yeah. but it's not just like, if not, you're gonna be into like fashion, at least like be meticulous in your appearance because it doesn't just add like, a meticulousness to your life, but also adds like a certain creativity and adds like a fun element to something where you can sort of stand out from. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, I mean, I know like in my own personal life, like I didn't start taking uh, like my health, I, I started taking my health more seriously, the way that I dressed, the way that I presented myself, the way that I spoke um, in college, right? Mm -hmm. And that turned into uh, this like new version, upgraded Jabron that right. uh, yeah. was had Jabron more. 2.0. Yeah, Jabron two point that had more opportunities, um, mm -hmm. was more confident. Uh, you know, like I remember, like in high school, right? Like I was just like this short, chubby brown kid who was like <laughs> really, really shy. And if I got in front of a classroom, I would sweat and I would shake. Uh, if a girl tried talking to me, like forget about it. Like it didn't even happen, right? Uh -huh. And uh, when I decided to change that uh, a lot of different things changed in my life so what kind of advice would you guys have for somebody like younger Gibran right that wants to make that transition but doesn't exactly know how um, into dressing uh, into dressing well or dressing better it's all about confidence like I remember like when I first started to like care about what I wore I would be like embarrassed, like wear a blazer in public. So I'm like, oh, people are gonna see me. They're gonna think like uh, this or that. Like, oh, look at this guy. Who's he think he is? But then I was like, if I just walk around, like I don't care, then people are gonna be like, oh, like you know, he looks good in that. You know, he doesn't look like he's scared to be like expressing himself. Dude, yeah, I get it. But you say just be unapologetic for yourself. Just don't give a shit. <laughs> like I, I swear, I've lived my, I lived like my whole life. Like think like oh what is he th what what are they gonna think what's going on here let's like just don't care you know just just do it do whatever makes you happy you know get a nose piercing or whatever the hell makes you happy just, <laughs> just just do it just do it man you're gonna look good either way my thing is uh if you're gonna start trying to foray into clothes and you don't necessarily know like where to start I think like that's definitely true do exactly what makes you happy and then like walk in with like and rock everything with confidence and if you wanted like an actual like tangible standpoint of where to start. I know like in my personal experience, and I noticed that like jo Joseph also did this too when we were first like starting to get into fashion, is that like you just start, you start with like classic, like essential things, like you just look at what's always going to be timeless first, and then like you make sure that you have that rotation, you know how to work with those types of things. And then from there, you can just go yeah, off your avenue and like build on top of it. And then like years, years later, who knows what your style is gonna turn into. Cause I know that like, I've definitely changed from when I first started. I used to like exclusively wear all, wear all black because I didn't know like what colors would match. Mm -hmm. So like when I first started out, I would always make sure that I was like at least matching, and then like you just kind of build from there. So it's all baby steps. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's a good way to do it. But for me, like how I kind of got into fashion is I just like for so long, I, like Sean said, like I just you know cared so much about what people thought about me, 
And at one point I just said, you know, fuck it, I'm just gonna do whatever I want. And I started, you know, doing basics, but I also like experimented a lot. And looking back at some of the pictures of things that I like experimented with, you know, not everything was a hit, but it helped me like, like when you start in fashion, it's like a giant world is open to you. But then as you get further and further into it, like that world narrows as you find what really appeals to you, what you, really works for your like look and for your body and your personality. Mm -hmm. um, and so like it's supposed to like kind of narrow down, but you should never stagnate, I guess. Like never level off and just say, oh, I'm, I dress well now. Like I'm gonna stop trying to explore even more. Is there a certain uh, person that inspires you or like an era of fashion that inspires you? Um, oh, for me, it's James Bond. I remember like I would watch James Bond movies and I'm like, oh, he's so cool. Like, I just want that to be me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, all right, like, he wears, he's wear, he wears a suit all the time. I started doing that. And like, even like, even like my prom outfit was based off James Bond because he always wears like the, tux the white tuxedo and so I I just oh. I just loved it he's a really good guy <laughs> yeah yeah me there's no one person that I look up to like uh, that I look up to like the most I know that like the person who's inspired me the most or like taught me the most to always like like I said that like Sean was saying that like that philosophy of like always putting yourself out there like and always trying to be stylish because my dad he's just taught me he's taught me that like since I was since I was young and he's that man has like a character clothes and like his own panache of itself, mm -hmm. and he so he's really just taught me like you know always make sure you're looking good all that other all that other good stuff. So he really inspired me to get into it, and then like from there it's just like a whole it's a whole mess of like inspirations. I, it seems like every like few months it's like me uh, like kind of like seeing like ooh I like how this person does it, I like how that person does it. Jeff like, Goldblum. Just, oh Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> We've been really into Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. We've been really into Jeff Goldblum lately. <laughs> oh that man dresses so well, yeah. and he. Or, and just like his whole personality in essence too. But yeah, like, so it's different celebrities, different people like in the game, or like, I like to take a lot of inspiration from like collections themselves. So like, I've been really into like certain uh, brands lately that have been um, like, sort of like uh, like bringing a sort of like youth, uh, youthful minded approach to like classics. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of like NOAA, NYC. Like, they're really cool. sick. They're really sick. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, they kind of bring like old press staples and make it like, really skatery and cool. That's, like, that's, that's my cool shit. That's my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't have anything from there, but yeah, yeah. not yet. Or like Ami, Ami in uh, Paris, that brand oh, is yeah. really cool. Yeah. Like it's just like you know, like taking old staples and then just sort of like punching a new energy into it. So that's really what I've been into lately. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'm kind of, I get into like lots of different stuff for inspiration. Like Avery said, there's not like one person per se that has inspired me the most. Um, but like right now, I've been on kind of like a post-punk, like '80s, like goth wave sort of. But also, <laughs> but also I like. Can you uh, describe your clothes? <laughs> <laughs> but also, like I just one of the first designers that I really got into and has stayed like very um, relevant to me is like Rack Simmons. Like everything that he's done, basically, has been like a huge inspiration to me with how both futuristic it is as well as like it still remains in the lexicon of like mm -hmm. clothing up until this point it has historical references but and that kind of ties back into like sort of the ethos of LED a little little collide uh, colliding thing I just thought of there is that like no one thing influences just your fashion and your fashion is also influenced by like your environment 
And so that's why we always try to like not just show off the clothes, but show off like the context too, you know, like so. Yeah. So you can wear anything in any place. Yeah. Yeah, you can make anything work. Rocking it. Like, all right, we have this really crazy cool idea coming up. I don't know if I want to tell you guys everything, but I'll tell you a little bit. <laughs> we have this cool ass thing. Okay, so just all right, picture a forest, right? Forest. Picture a forest. Just tree. No, just leave it there. Just picture a forest. Picture a forest. And then that's it? And then we're gonna be dressed up and then in the forest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, that's what I'm saying. You can wear anything, anywhere. We're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to push the boundaries. We're trying, yeah, to, yeah, we're trying, we're trying to make it happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we've, taken, we've taken plenty of pictures of like me and like a, like, like a whole like Brooks Brothers outfit sort of thing. Yeah. Remember that one? With the Which skateboard? One? And then we were in like and a the blazer. And the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's one That's one of people's favorite shots. Yeah. No, that was a yeah. super yeah. cool one. And it was like it's an It's because I was a hand but... Yeah. Yeah. Weeks now, I'd always see this one like super handsome, super buff dude in like the nicest suits I've ever seen driving like old Jaguars every single fashion. Hmm. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. This guy's like a G. This guy's a G. And then, like, I looked up like pictures of him and I saw like his name and, and like people would write articles about him and stuff. And I like wanted to look like him so badly. This is like sophomore junior year of high school. Like, that dude, that dude is crazy. Dude, yeah, I haven't seen him before. You ever seen David Gandy? Yes. Oh my David god, Gandy. I'll show you a picture right now. It's the sexiest motherfucker alive. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. I don't know what he did. One of the first people that like kind of inspired me. I have like, pictures of him on my Pinterest. In sophomore and like junior year like that was uh Luca Fursco. Yeah. Because he was like so young and he had such an outrageous, like, but still like singular aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And he was doing all these things in New York that I was just like, whoa, like we can be, you know, fresh and like 16, 17 years old, you yeah. know, we don't have to wait till we're adults or whatever. Yeah, he, was, he was young as shit when he got his start, so I, yeah. I, I have mad respect for him. He's one of those people that I think when we're, it's like a really part of that whole like, you doing it yourself, like forging your own lane, not like waiting till you get out of school or get to this point in your life, just right. jumping yeah. in and doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I swear, like, if, if, you guys, if any of you guys out there are listening, like, like, look, like listen, guy. don't like, oh yeah, don't look yeah, any more of that guy. Like don't live any more of your life like waiting for like that right moment to like you know hop in and you know uh, start dressing well or just wait for like the right time. Just or like the right occasion. I think the right time is right now. Yeah. yeah. Very short life, you know, just live it, man. Plus like the way society is now, it's like if you're not if you're not like just doing it, then you're behind. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like everybody like our age is starting to do sh- like Brock Hampton or like Odd Future. They like they get their start with their new teams, yeah. and blow up, and just because like they have that spunk, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even you were saying like about like Luca, that kid blew up online. He just was dressing well. He was a teenager and documented it, and everyone really liked it, resonated with him. Kid like blew up and into some sort of stardom now. It's like you never know where things are gonna take you. Yeah, just enjoy yourself, man. Yeah, yeah. Where up next? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> where um, what are you guys working on? That you're really excited about that we can expect in the coming the months or next years. The forest thing, the bro. Forest yeah. thing. Wait, it's gonna be crazy. Okay, because it's not even just gonna be. It's gonna be. Okay, we found it. We found a national park that we're gonna go to. We're gonna film it. We discovered it ourselves. Yeah, and there's gonna be like this. This gonna be all track video. Much so like Ferdinand Magellan, we traveled across the sea and found this forest that we're gonna take pictures of. 
We got Lewis and Clark. So yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah. We- <laughs> 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 oh, man. Did you just say Sackage and Weasel? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're trying to get into videos now. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. trying to get a drone and shit. That's the main thing Joseph's into. He's a good videographer, and he's an aspiring director himself, so yeah. that's I'm excited to see where he comes uh, up with that kind of stuff. And then also, we're... Um, each of us have like our own things that we're sort of like specializing in that are gonna be cool. So like, um, like Mason, uh, we're gonna be starting a line soon, and Mason's going to be creative head of that. And stay tuned. Of, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, once we f- like figure out how to manufacture things, we'll learn it. Like exactly like like we said, just jump in, learn it, figure out how to do it, and then make it happen. So we're gonna make that happen. We're gonna. And if we don't figure it out, there's always sweatshops. So yeah. No, we're we're definitely not doing that. <laughs> that is the joke. That is the biggest joke he's ever said. <laughs> And then also uh, in terms of like oh so Sean had the great idea of turning our like um, of turning our club into a, like well turning us into a club at Wayne State mm-hmm. so like we have our own like talents we have our own things that like we wanted to do like with LVD right we each have like our thing and then he's like well I mean if we like if we started an organization at school where there are other creatives or there are other people who are maybe like journalists fashion lovers models photographers anybody right and they can come become a part of our group and then we basically run it like a magazine to have kids pitch articles to us. It'll be a place where they can get published and they can build a portfolio and then it also gives our website like a very, you know, perspective of content. So it's just like a win-win-win all the way around. So that's like the main thing. We just had our first launch event, went really well. A lot of kids are interested and we're we're super excited to get started on that too. Cause like I feel like that's a good way to kind of like grow it organically. I also want to get something in print soon. Right. Yeah. Like I want to actually have this. Yeah, yeah, we're trying we're trying to develop like maybe even a magazine sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or like quarterly. Yeah. Quarterly. Quarterly. Um. Big things. Lots of big things. Last. We're very ambitious. Yeah. I mean, that's all very exciting. I'm excited about the clothing line. Um. Be sick. And the forest. Oh. <laughs> oh the forest. The forest. Uh. Question I like to ask everybody on this podcast because it is about Detroit. Yeah. Um. What is so special about the city? Oh, I can yeah, dude, this guy. I mean, honestly, like, everything about this city is so, like, warm and homey, at least to me. I know that people like to, people like to, like, write up Detroit, people who aren't from here, people who haven't been here, really like to, like, you know that whole, like, say nice things about Detroit bumper stick you see everywhere around here, like, that. that's one of those things where it's, like, that's true. Everyone around here has such, like, a rosy attitude and is so, like, positive and go-getting and is, like, ready to you know, turn this place into some, somewhere that's, like, so great, and I see so many, like, intuitive, industrious young people, and also people who have been here for a long time and love legacy, just, like, who care so much about this place, and there's so much, like, legacy and history behind it, and it's a place that, uh, that'll never die, it has so much culture, and has so much, like, interesting, like, such an interesting story to tell, it's such a unique city, and everyone here wants to see each other succeed, so, like, there's, you know, you can't go to another city and say that everyone in your city is, like, rooting for you. But like I feel like you could really say that about Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Like anytime we go out into the street and we take a photo shoot, we probably meet like ten or fifteen people who are like, "That's a really cool project. Like I want to support you guys." Yeah. On this. Or, oh, I know a guy who can help you guys out in this way. Like everyone's just always so like the community here is so so great. It could, like, I could come from a bias when I say that um, like there because I'm from here, but I feel like there's a lot of cities that you go to that are just like I feel like they're toy cities. I feel like they're like not actually there. At least in Michigan too. Yeah, at least in like, like I give you one example, no offense to any U of M people watching, I feel like Ann Arbor is <laughs> No, no, offense to U of M people. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting a very controversial yeah. podcast. 
It's just like, I feel like you go there, I feel like it was made by college students for college students, but I feel like Detroit was made by people for people, if that makes any sense. And like, there's still a long way to grow and go in terms of like growth. And like, obviously, like right now, there there are merely just like pockets that are very nice, and you can't ever look past that. There's still like so much work to be done in terms of like, you know, equity and equality and and building up the city to something that's kind of a welcoming place for anyone. But I think we definitely have like the mindset and the blueprint ready, and I, I think that it's like gonna come together soon. Yeah, this city is like ripe for all kinds of entrepreneurs, and there are already like tons of them here, but even more growth is potential, like possible because we have all this land and all these people who are just itching for that chance to rise up and like pursue their dreams. So we don't have to necessarily be just an automotive-based city anymore. We have opportunities for everyone, no matter what interest they have. You can already see the expansion in downtown Detroit. There's like the new like Shinola Hotel. Is that, is that right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. There's like that's gonna be interesting. I wonder how that's like gonna look. There's like the Detroit Not Sorry. There's Detroit versus everybody. There's the, yeah, it's all um, pride. Yeah. There's the Detroit Clothing Circle. I can name. Was it was it the guy? Detroit's New Black. Days who right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 there's like and then there's so many people that like will document uh or like will document or try to like spur on the growth. Like I know you're heavily involved like the elite elite Detroit people. I love that page and how much like they're super involved in the community and all that. Someone like you who runs like a nonprofit and does things that are like making a tangible impact. So I'm saying like that mindset is really like. What excites me? Like everyone's so excited to like get to work and help out. Yeah. Um, for people listening and people watching, where can they find you guys? All right, let's just go down the line. Oh, okay. So uh, Sean Cora on Instagram at S H A W N K A U R A. Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Pretty Boy Ave A V E. Uh, yeah, hit me up, and also we're on Instagram at uh, La Vie Detroit, so L-A-V-I-E Detroit, that's also our like, URL, L-A-V-I-E Detroit.com, uh, yeah, we're open guys, and, and we're, we're always looking to work with new people, or have just have more, more people look at us. I mean, I was going to get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess on Instagram, I'm Goastanti, which is <laughs> spelled G-U-O-A-S-T-A-N-T-I-E, and, uh, but yeah, also the website. Yeah, you can probably find us all through the lobby page anyway. Yeah, yeah we're all, I yeah, take yeah, the, the shit out of everybody yeah, on those anyway. But I'm Mr. J Naaman, if anyone's interested. <laughs> yeah, so spell it out. J-N-A-M-A-N, and then with a Mr. in front of it. Yeah. Yeah, hit us all. Besides Ghost Anti. Or no, Go no Ghost Anti. Last Anti. Last Anti. And then yeah, so yeah, yeah, you have all of our Instagrams. Hit us up, guys. We're super cool. Fun loving guys. Well yeah. cool guys, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, thanks for having us, man. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um and until next time guys, stay tuned. Stay steezy. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Nice guys. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, thanks a lot for having us on though.